0: Hey moms, welcome back to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show where we talk about all things mompreneur, from raising your kids to running a business and the most important one, keeping your sanity. I'm Jodi the mom from lifeunboxed.blog and if you are enjoying this content, please like the video, subscribe to the channel, share the podcast with your friends. And remember, I would love to hear your questions that you just can't seem to get answers, answered if I can talk. So let me know what they are. You can leave them in the comments below or always uh, you can send me a note through lifeunbox.blog. Okay, so let's get into part four and the final show of how to achieve goals for moms. Again, I have totally enjoyed talking about this. Uh, So in part one, we talked about zigging when everyone else zags. So doing it all, doing something different and still being successful at it. In part two, we differentiated between goals and habits and dug deep into goals. Then in part three, we talked about creating habits to achieve goals. And now we are on part four. So I have a confession for you. I feel like these are some of the longest posts because I start with writing my posts and then I turn them into the show for the YouTube channel and the podcast. So I feel like they're the longest posts I've written, but I've barely scratched the surface. There's so much more that I could write on achieving goals for moms. Like I've said throughout the series, I was so frustrated hearing the same things over and over again, that just didn't work for me and wondering, like, what was I doing wrong? And no matter uh, how well I followed the steps or anything like that, they just didn't work. So I needed to figure out a realistic system for me as a homeschooling mom, mom and all-around busy person. I have six kids. I'm naturally busy. There's no changing that. Okay, in the previous shows, we really talked about, um, there were a lot more about the process of crushing your goals and creating habits as the mechanism to achieve your goals. But in this post, I want to make sure that you actually have actionable steps and tools you need to really help you achieve your goals. The easier we can make this process, the quicker you will be on the road to success. Okay, so let's get into this. We're going to talk about planning your year to achieve your goals and you don't need to do it. Okay. So, so there are some things that are really easy to plan for ahead of time. Family vacations, maybe Christmas, the first day of school, birthdays, etc. All of these have fixed dates that you can put on your calendar so you know how busy you will be around these times and can plan accordingly. So, Between six weeks in the summertime, so between July and August for six weeks, I call it birthday season because we have five birthdays in the family during that time. So, and that doesn't even include like my brother's and anniversaries or anything like that that happened during that time as well. Just in our immediate family, there's five birthdays. So I know between July and August, it is going to be super busy. So I need, I can plan around that busy time of ours and, and have that to add that to the calendar. But these fixed dates, again, are easy to plan around. But what if you're trying something new? It is hard to plan ahead when you're unsure of the demands of reality. So after working on this blog for almost a year now, well, I've been working on it longer than that, but It being live for almost a year now and you can read about that in my social experiment post i'll leave that in the description below there are so many variables that i couldn't plan for ahead of time for one simple reason it didn't matter how many classes i took and i took a lot of classes or books read or years spent preparing for this there were things that i just didn't know so classes and books were not going to prepare me for it. I had to actually experience it, and it couldn't be planned until it was experienced. That's just that's just how it is with most of our stuff. Doesn't matter how well we prepare, like until we actually dive into reality, uh, it, we're not going to know uh, the extent of all of. Uh, the plates that are going to need to be, you know, spun the spinning plates, all those things that we're going to have to keep spinning. Okay, so your actionable step for this one, because I told, I promised I would give you actual steps. Plan what you can, or at least write it down in a calendar. So those fixed dates, so you can plan your goals and habits around these fixed dates. So write them down in a calendar so you know uh, when... You're going to be busy because uh, you can plan for these fixed dates. Okay, so now that you have the fixed date on your calendars, let's talk about the best time to plan your goals and hold on to your seats because I am about to rock your world. So I know we are so conditioned from the time we were in elementary school to plan all of our resolutions in December so you can hit the ground running January 2nd. Hope is high. The new year equals new beginnings. And you know the rest. I always like the quote from Anne of Green Gables when uh, Anne Shirley says, tomorrow is a new day with no mistakes in it. And we really look at the new year as a clean slate. So we are ready to start something new. All right, but let's be real. December is probably the worst time to plan how you're going to achieve your goals. You are freaking busy, mom. Between Thanksgiving and then Christmas and all the events surrounding the holidays, you have kids. I am sure they are involved in Christmas-specific events. Why on earth do you want to stress yourself out during the season? So in 2019, I gave birth to my youngest daughter in the middle of December. Now, I was so excited to have a Christmas baby. I don't know how she's going to feel about that as she gets older, but I was excited. Her birth was perfect, but she struggled with eating afterward. She had a lip tie and a tongue tie, and you can read more about that journey, and I'll link it below because it was a journey, but we made it. Needless to say, this was an incredibly stressful time. Trying to schedule all the specialist appointments around the holidays. You know, people are taking off at that time too. Like it was just like, it, yeah, it was just a really awful time <laughs> to say that. Um, you know, I just wanted to get her on better footing and then not to mention all the post- postpartum hormones. And of course I wrote about that. So I will leave the link below for that one too. So, needless to say, my year was not getting planned out in, at this time. So, amidst all this drama and stress, I had a moment. Why do I need to plan my year right now? Why not wait until January? Plan it when Christmas decorations are down, the house is back to normal, and the kids are back to a regular schedule. It's, it is calmer at that time you have time to actually really think through what you actually want to get done instead of stressing out while there's already more stress. We have extra stress because of the holidays. So mom zig with me here, plan your year in January or if your brain just won't let you do that, I understand our brain. Sometimes our brains have to be systematic. I'm that way. So I get it. So plan it in October. Give yourself the mental space to enjoy the holidays without the internal pressure of needing to plan your year. So your actionable step for this one is to skip planning your year during the holidays. Plan it in January or in October. Your mental and physical health will thank you for it. Next, create habits to propel you forward to achieve your goals. So pick three habits that you want to incorporate into your week. It can be floss with teeth three times a week, work out three to four four times a week, etc. You get the idea. Whatever you decide to start working on, write it down. In your planner, on your phone, or in your journal. Right? Your mom boss ridiculously good ideas journal. Write it down so you can track it. It's easy enough to say, I want to do X. But you need to actually track that you're doing it. Okay. Yes, you need to see that you are doing it because what's going to happen is you're going to get that feeling that, yes, I can do this. I can really do this. And it's going to keep, continue to motivate you to continue. So track your habits. Okay. You don't need to plan your habits for seven days a week, start small. This will give you the ability to catch up if you need to. Remember, life happens, so plan some flexibility into your habits. For example, if you do a specific habit on Tuesday, but appointments come up, that happens, then you have some flexibility to catch up on another day. You are allowed to do this. The important thing is to do it. Do you have bigger goals to achieve? Writing this blog is a huge task. I cannot tell you all of the steps involved because really that would involve a whole nother post. So maybe I'll write that one. So I need to write a post, record it, and then create all the social media collateral that goes with it. I never list I need to write 52 posts as a goal, but I do have a habit of writing once a week. This is a habit that is propelling my goal forward. And I always respect the routine. That's why I'm down here on a Saturday, early Saturday morning recording this video. Because we are respecting the routine. No matter if I have mom hair, we just throw the hat on and we respect the routine. So your actionable step here is to track your habits. Make a date with your habit every week. Write them in your planner. If you need to change your normal date day with your habit... Then do it, but make sure you work on your habit. All right, your next one is to achieve your goals month by month. In part two, we talked about the questions to ask yourself when it comes to achieving your goals. Now that you know what you want to accomplish and you created your to do list, pick something to work on each month. So, what that looks like for me is typically I will pick three goals for the month one is a book to read. Another is a class to take. And then something I need to work on for my business or blog. Now, this is not a fixed rule. This is to help me pick three different things. So that's kind of just the guideline I used. So for example, this month, I have two projects to work on for my blog, one to finish and one to start. So I don't have a class that I've added to watch for this month or anything like that. Um, and usually, I'll watch classes with Skillshare or something or um, Masterclass, one of those. So, I may also list other things that I want to get done for that month, but these I allow to be fluid. So, they're not the three main goals I want to accomplish. They're more like if I get the three main goals done, then I can start working on these. But I will add, so the three main goals I will then add to my to do list for each week. So how many chapters do I need to read to finish the book? How much time do I need to spend on the class? What do I need to do to finish the project? All of that gets added to my planner. So this system works for me and I get stuff done, but sometimes life happens and goals roll over into the next month, but that's okay. You are allowed to do this. Give yourself permission to let life happen and to be a mom to your children. So, as long as they're getting worked on consistently, eventually they will get accomplished, and that is what matters. So, your actionable step for here is to pick three goals to work on each month. Create the habit of working on your goals consistently, even if it takes longer than you want. Work consistently, and you will achieve your goals. And for the final one, you want to write them down. So, we already talked about tracking your habits in one of the previous steps. So I would just want to emphasize it even more here. Write down your habits and goals so that you can track them. There is a lot of social social psychology into writing things down, but let's just say that it works. We won't get into all the social psychology behind it. So I write things down in a couple of places. So pretty much everything goes into my planner. And my favorite planner is by Plum Paper because you can customize it. I have used so many planners. And they're not even an affiliate because they don't offer an affiliate program. I really wish they did. but So this is all free advertisement. But I've used a ton of planners. And I just found that Plum Paper actually is the one that I have used consistently for a few years now. It actually worked for me. Part of the reason is you can customize it. So they have like um, different pages that you can use or different styles that you can use whether you want it you know by the time or I like to have categories for my days and I really don't give a time to things because life happens and so it's more like it helps me just have a working to a working to-do list and then I can separate them by categories too so that's the one I like so check it out definitely it's I found it's worth the money so I also like to use um, blackboards. Now, they're they're black whiteboards, if that makes sense. <laughs> so you can use dry eraser, eraser markers on it, but the boards are black. And I just like that they look better. I just, so. Uh, and they hang on my wall. And so I'll add the long-term projects to that. So projects that may take like longer than a year to do, I'll add them to that blackboard instead of my planner. Like my planner will probably have steps to accomplish that one, but my big projects are listed on those blackboards. So, and it's just a great way to remind me of what's going on and what my uh, focus should be for the long term. So your actionable step here is to write them down, find a planner, a notebook, I've got lots of notebooks for you, or blackboards that you will look at every day. This series for me has been very exciting to write because it was really birthed from years of frustration. So it's kind of, it's one of those things that has been inside of me for years now, and I finally get to let it out. And I hope that you find this helpful, um, as you work and homeschool and have a house full of kids and raise your kids. So I really hope that even if you don't take everything that i said, because pff, I never take anything, everything anybody says, so I don't expect that, but I hope I've given you enough material and information that you, there's something that you can pull from here that will really help you to achieve your goals for life. I am so glad you joined me today. And if you want to help spread the word, be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to check out the Life Unboxed store for all of your Mom Boss merch. Christmas is coming. I've got some great stuff over there. And you can support the show with coffee. Visit ko-fi.com forward slash Life Unboxed blog to buy this tired mama a coffee. And for more great mom entrepreneur content, follow me on social media. Check out lifeunbox.blog. And I will see you in the next video.